This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, K9 Medical Detection New Zealand is a local trust comprised of a really dedicated team working to improve the health of all New Zealanders by using specially trained dogs to assist in the detection of cancer and other diseases. You might have caught a bit of this story more recently on the telly. Uh, It's remarkable. We thought we'd touch base with the team. Uh, Melanie Kerr joins us on the line now. Kia ora, good to have you with us, Uh, Melanie. um, Atamaria, Jeff, good morning. It is an amazing story, and I know it's not a new one, but for many this will be a surprising and new concept, and it's exciting to see the development that's going on here. Take us back a bit as to how this all started. Um, Yes, it is uh, surprising for some people to know, I think, Jeff, that this is happening right here um, at in Mosgiel at Invermay at the Ag Research Centre just outside of um, Dunedin here. Uh, well, in eight, 2018, Pauline Blomfield is the um, founder and director. Well, she established Canine Medical Detection New Zealand um, after two years of sort of international research and discussions with scientists and lots of medical professionals. The University of Otago came on board as an official research partner to Canine ND. So together um, they're working to train these dogs. As you say, there's four dogs in training currently. Um, beautiful Levi is the one that's kind of brought uh, everyone's attention onto Canine MD because he's just in a world first. He has been successfully completed the proof of concept stage in detecting bowel cancer in saline. Um, as low as six percent ratio, which is is pretty incredible. So they work as a as a small but mighty team out at um, Ag Research, and they are, as you say, training dogs to successfully um, positively identify samples containing both colorectal cancer and prostate cancer. So it's pretty exciting. Well, it's very exciting. I mean, both of those cancers, we have hugely high numbers in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Uh, We are basically the bowel cancer capital of the world, really, aren't we, in this part of the world? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you don't have to look too far to find someone who you know who's been affected by cancer. The aim, of course, is to to, um, make a simple diagnostic urine test as a value-added tool in the fight against cancer. So obviously, as with all medical training, um, robust research must go into the dogs and and, and I think this is um, a big step forward has been reached with Levi uh, um, obtaining this proof of concept. So that validation consisted of Levi um, working with 40, 400 samples um, over five consecutive days and, and that was basically those were um, recorded and analysed by a specific software programme and sent away to the UK for validation, or the USA, sorry, for validation. And he, he, in a remarkable result, Levi successfully detected positive bowel cancer samples in 98.4% of the samples. And he ignored the samples, I think just as importantly, Jeff, he ignored the samples that did not contain cancer. So now that's a, that's a big step forward um, for Canine MD. So now uh, Levi's training um, goes on to stage two. Um, and of course, the other dogs, um, Weta, Magic, and Frida, are coming through behind him and they'll indeed be um, completing their validations very soon. And of course, we've got little Ace, who's the most gorgeous Springer Spaniel puppy, who's we're looking to hopefully begin training with Ace for ovarian cancer um, beginning next year. <sighs> We don't have time to go into the science of it all, but this must be a very careful and meticulous training process. How on earth do you go about it? <laughs> well, yes, we'd need a much longer space on your radio. <laughs> Basically, the dogs, well, the, tra- the dogs are 
selected from proven working stock. So they're carefully selected at that point. Potentially any dog, I guess, could be trained if you had the time and energy to detect. Because if you think about a dog's sense of smell, a dog can detect stable concentrations of one part to two parts per trillion, which in, in layman's terms, that's like you or I being able to detect um, a teaspoon of sugar mixed into two Olympic-sized swimming pools. So the dogs are, are bred for it. They're, it's working alongside their natural um, and genetic predispositioning. So there's a there's an imprinting stage where the dogs are basically trained. This is the smell we want you to detect. Okay, so this is good boy, good boy. So positive reinforcement. And once they've detected the smell, it's stronger concentration levels basically it's, a, it's very basically reducing it down and down and then of course you've got to introduce other smells that and tell them leave those smells alone don't worry about that you know if you think when we're dealing with um, human urine there'll be a lot of different um, medication or maybe you've had asparagus for dinner there are <laughs> things that the dogs need to learn to ignore those other scents yeah um, remarkable um, and so I would imagine a lot of hours go into one-on-one training with Levi and the other dogs. Yes, absolutely. We've got a fantastic team out at K9 MD, and the trainer works very, very hard. Um, the dogs are all—I mean, they're never really—they're they're such precious creatures because they're working dogs. So as such, they're not on the bed with you, or <laughs> you know, like playing playing as a normal dog would. But they are definitely loved and treated as really precious, um, precious creatures. So their training is, is their whole life is sort of. Well, I guess it's we're working dogs, so they're they're in a beautiful home in the night time where they're fostered with their foster families. They get picked up to go to work in the morning, um, and they get the best of care. Obviously, they get up to um, the, the, have a bit of fun and, and play in downtime as well. Because the whole thing is you've got to keep these dogs happy and and well, and and if they're happy and well, they'll work well for you. So it's yeah, it's an it's a pretty incredible um, procedure, the whole thing. So the idea would be that these dogs become part of the kete of diagnostic tools that can be called upon. But what what's pretty clear is that um, a, a, a sniff test, if you like, from urine is way less invasive than many other mm. diagnostic tools, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And once the, the testing kit is available over the counter, as you say, much less invasive. Um, I think there is, uh, it just, and let's just um, reiterate that this is not, in, this is intended to work alongside other screening programs um, to su- in support of the other screening programs that are happening. Um, so, yeah, the, the fact that it's less invasive um, and dogs can work so quickly. So, if you think about um, each dog can can go through, you know, four, well, Levi went through 400 samples in, in five days, you know, uh, and that was just for his. So, so it's a lot potentially a lot quicker than laboratory um, testing. And at at 98.4% accuracy, it's just as accurate. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's right up there in terms of a diagnostic um, statistic, isn't it? Yes, absolutely, it is, yeah. So uh, one would imagine, particularly with Levi's, uh, ongoing success in this area that you've got money flooding in <clears throat> from <laughs> from the government and elsewhere from all over the world to advance this oh, program. I, I somehow yeah. sense, Melanie, that's probably not the case. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you, you, you're right at the latter part of that sentence. Um, unfortunately, not government um, funded. Um, it's a charitable trust, so we um, we need donations. And obviously, for the ongoing success and to go on to the next stage of this work. Um, we really do need people's help to ensure the success of this program. So what we need to do is um, is 
increase our facilities because of course you're handling samples scientifically in laboratories that need to be um, ventilated we need quiet rooms for the dogs you know a hydrotherapy room which is really important in keeping the dogs well and happy and healthy um, and and four potentially four new um, uh, testing rooms where the dogs can actually do their work so we're looking to um, build new purpose-built facilities um, with the help of Bill Hamilton and his team um, so yeah we need we need money, um, so if anyone out there is listening and think, wow, this resonates with them or they'd like to know more, the best thing for them to do would probably, the first place to go would be k9md.org.nz um, to get a little bit more information. Maybe flick an email through to Pauline and and, and take it from there. But we're, if anyone feels they can help in any way um, without sounding desperate, this is an amazing, and it's a world first happening right here in Dunedin. Well, so it's pretty exciting, Jeff. Uh, yeah, world first. So you, you must be starting to, to gain some international attention for the work that's being done? Uh, well, Pauline and her team work very closely with an, an alliance with people from overseas. So it's not... Um, it's not. Yes, they, they are obviously... Um, working with people from overseas and it has, it's not like, a, you know, like they're doing it all on their own down there. And of course, just as part of this validation, um, the, the results were sent to the United States for an international, you know, to be peer reviewed by an international expert on canine scent detection. So there's lots, there is definitely, um, it's certainly not something that's happening on its own in its own little bubble out there. Melanie, these dogs um, become increasingly valuable I guess as each day of their training goes by mm-hmm. uh, and so the the idea would be too that you continue to build up that resource um, more dogs trained in more diseases potentially absolutely you, you're bang on there Jeff the dogs are incredibly valuable um, resources and the only thing stopping us from training more dogs is money because with money you obviously need more more trainers and more facilities. Um, Levi um, is Levi and Weta are both trained um, specifically for bowel cancer. Um, Magic and Frida are being tra- trained for prostate cancer, and Ace, the little Springer Spaniel, as I said, will be trained for ovarian cancer. So that just to make it very clear, the dogs are only um, detecting. The, one, the single type of cancer, they're not, um, they're not working across the board with that. So, yes, as you say, potentially more money would mean, or an ongoing income stream would mean the potential to, to just keep that um, sustainable and keep dogs coming in and keep them training. Because, of course, we've had an incredible success so far with the four dogs in training, but not every dog that we bring in from here on may make it. You know, there's always, as you say, you've got to have that line of sustainability and and a, a, a you know procession um, in place to keep to keep the dogs. And yeah, as you say, any potentially dogs could be trained to detect anything with a scent, which you know could could even looking at the COVID thing. You know, there's lots of potentially there's a lot of um, possibilities. If you get the support that you need, where might we be in five years' time? Do you think? Or hopefully in five years' time, if we got the support we needed, the kits would definitely be out there, the diagnostic tests would be out there available, and just as you said, to come back, we'd have more dogs in training and a succession plan working forward, so this becomes um, something, as let's say, as sustainable as guide dogs. Right. This needs supporting, doesn't it? And so if you're in a position to, Melanie, give us those contacts once again. 
Um, so I think the best place to start off is at the K9MD website, um, which is K9, that's the, the letter K, numeral 9, MD. Dot org dot nz. Um, have a little look online there. Um, flick an email through, and um, I think that's the best place to start. But um, thank you so much, Jeff, for your generous time talking to us. Because the more people that know about this, the more potential for its success. So we're really grateful. Fantastic stuff, Kira. Thank you for joining us, Melanie Kerr from Canine Medical Detection New Zealand. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.